Hey guys, welcome back. I'm glad that you guys are listening today on the Biggie Sports Talk. Make sure to drop that like button. And today we are going to be, I am going to be, ranking the backup quarterbacks. Yeah, I know it's something a little different, um, but, you know, I think it's I think it's going to be a little bit of a change here. Um, later on, I am going to have a podcast with Brody, and we are going to do one on fantasy football and just ranking, you know, our sleepers, um, who's going to be overrated in fantasy, who are the top five at each position, top six, stuff like that. So that's what's going to be going on later, but for right now, we're just going to be focusing on the backup quarterback rankings. So yeah, great today. Uh, big big shout out. I just want to, uh, even though they're not going to listen to this, but the Locked On Chiefs podcast with Ryan Tracy and uh, <clears throat> Chris, uh, oh my gosh, forgot his last name, but uh, they just do such a wonderful job uh, doing that podcast. I listen to it every day and it's always something new and they keep it going and it's just really good. So big shout out to them. And now we're going to go and start out with the backup quarterback ranking. So, at number 32, the worst, we have a Chris Strevel. I can't even pronounce his last name. He's the Arizona Cardinals backup uh, quarterback. It was Josh Rosen, you know, but then, of course, he's traded. Uh, so, really, let's hope Kyler doesn't get injured so this guy uh, comes in and plays because we don't want that guy to come in because he not very good right there. So, we'll move on. Um, 30, 31, around the same, we have Will, Will Greer, uh, for Carolina, no much, not much to talk about that, 30, we have Tim Boyle for Detroit, another guy who is not really in, uh, he's kind of a no-name, so, don't really know him, so we're not gonna put him at 30, uh, and at 29, we have James Morgan for the New York Jets, um, I know James Morgan was drafted last year, uh, he went... God, I forgot what college he went to, but he was drafted by the Jets. And uh, he hasn't played yet, so I just put him down there. I probably should have put him, you know, at last because he hasn't played. But from what it looks like, I mean, he'll probably be better than these three that below him that are below him. Um, and then at 28, we have A.J. McCarron for Atlanta. Um, I've heard of the name before. Not really exactly sure. Um, maybe some people can help me out, but... Um, I just feel like this this guy is also not very, you know, good. So we'll put him there at 28. This is how it's going to kind of be here for a little bit. Uh, 27, we have Jacob Eason for Indianapolis. He's their backup. He still hasn't played. He was the, uh, oh, wait, no, that was Jake Fromm. Uh, but J- Jacob Eason, he was drafted by Indy in the 2020 draft. Still hasn't got his playing time yet, but I'm sure it'll come sometime here, pr- hopefully in preseason to watch him. Then in 26, we have Ben DiNucci for Dallas. Um, Ben DiNucci, yeah, TikTok making fun of that guy for months. Oh my gosh, man. DiNucci, he was a joke. It was so bad. He came from James Madison, um, you know, the college, and he, he just has not worked out in the NFL. He's, he's not going to. But at least he's played, uh, so, you know, and put up... I don't know, a touchdown, other than these other guys have, so, Ben and Nucci at 26, then we start getting into people who have actually played before here, so we have, at 25, we have Deshaun Kaiser for Tennessee, he played for the Browns there for quite some time, and the Browns with Kaiser did not work out very well, that's the year that they went 0-17, or 0-16 with him as a rookie, Deshaun Kaiser, that was 2017, because he was drafted then, 
Um, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure Kaiser got drafted in the second round. Maybe third by Cleveland. Did not work out at all. So, uh, hopefully he can, you know, do something there in Tennessee uh, if Tannehill gets hurt. But that's that's just how it is right now. Um, and then we have, uh, at 24, we have my boy Trace McSorley, man. Trace McSorley, he's balling all the time. He could be the best on here. <laughs> nah. He's only played one career game. Uh, that was this year. I remember watching the Ravens game. I forgot who they were, who they were playing. It might have been the Steelers, but Lamar got hurt, and then RG3 got hurt, so McSorley came in. Uh, and now RG3, he's a free agent right now, so I didn't put him as the backup for Baltimore. Um, so I put Trace McSorley there, but he had a touchdown that game to Hollywood Brown and... He he it wasn't a terrible performance, but it definitely wasn't, you know, backup quarterback like real good like the others. So he he's there at twenty four. Then at twenty three we have Jake Browning or Kellen Mond. Uh those those two. Uh Kellen Mond is a rookie. Jake Browning's been in the league for a while. Uh that's Minnesota. Uh Kellen Mond was drafted out of Texas A and M by the Vikings this year in the I think it was the the first pick of the third round, I believe. I think so. They, I think they traded up to grab him. So, <sighs> sorry, I had a yawn. <laughs> so, in my opinion, it's a great pick drafting Kellen Mond for when Cousins gets out of Minnesota. Kellen Mond's ready to take the throne. But I, th- I think I could have put them higher. But just the fact that Mond hasn't played yet and Browning is not a very good quarterback, that's what put them there at twenty-three. Because they would be down much further if it wasn't for Kellen Mond. Uh, which they probably should be just because Kellen Mond hasn't played. But you know what I mean. So, they're, them, them, oh my gosh. They are there at 23. Then at 22, we have Geno Smith uh, for Seattle. Uh, the Seahawks, you know, they've never really been known for good uh, backup quarterbacks. At least from what I know. Geno Smith, um, I forgot who he played for before Seattle, but he he was he was decent, and then he's he's a good backup quarterback. He's a good person to back up Russ. So, uh, we haven't seen him play in Seattle yet. I don't think, but I still think that there's some potential to come out of him if Russell Wilson gets hurt and he has to come in. Um, and then at 21 we have Chase Daniel. For the Chargers, Chase Daniel was with the Chiefs for a while, and he actually did really well as a backup quarterback for the Chiefs, and uh, that's why I have him there at 21. Um, didn't make the tw- top 20 exactly, but uh, Los Angeles Chargers—they've got a pretty good backup quarterback quarterback there with Chase Daniel. And then we go into the top 20 now, and this is where the uh, this is where the backup quarterbacks get a little bit better. So here at 20, we have Brandon Allen for Cincinnati. Now, he was basically the QB number one this year uh, when Burrow was hurt. And he, I mean, he beat the uh, undefeated Steelers that were had only one loss on their belt, I'm pretty sure, maybe two. And that was a huge game by him. And uh, there were there were some other games that he won, but, you know, still, it's backup quarterback. He's not going to do very good, but... Rank out of this ranking, he's going to be at 20. Then at 19, we have Mike Glennon. Yes, TikTok also made fun of this guy right here. 
this guy's an absolute fool. Um, like, he's hired just because he actually, voice crack, he actually has done some stuff in the NFL before. He has played quite a few games. He has been a starter quite a few times. But he just hasn't, you know, been a great. He's he's for the Giants right now. He was with the Jags last year and had, like, two or three starts uh, over Gardner Minshew. But you can't blame Gardner, Gardner Minshew. is not very good. So, uh, Mike Glennon there at 19. Then at 18, we have John Wolford. Uh, for the Los Angeles Rams. So, um, yeah, the that's a, another good one. He only played once this year when Jared Goff got hurt and he played in the playoff game. <laughs> Funny thing is, Wolf Wolford got hurt and then uh, Goff had to come in off of his injury. That wasn't terrible, but he still came in. So, yeah, Wolford didn't play bad. I'm pretty sure he had a touchdown under his belt that game, and he did the week before that. He he played a game uh, week 17. But, yeah, not not a terrible quarter, backup quarterback at all. There, right there. Then at 17, we have Blaine Gabbert um, for Tampa Bay. Now, from what I've heard, Bruce Arians keeps on saying that this uh, Blaine Gabbert, he, he was drafted by... Jacksonville, I believe, like in 2011, I think. And he just hasn't worked out. So he's been a backup quarterback pretty much his whole life. But from what Bruce, from what I've heard from Bruce Arians, he is saying that, and so is Tom Brady, they're saying that Blaine Gabbert is supposedly a very, very good backup quarterback. From what it was sounding like, they were making him top five. But in my opinion, not yet, because he just hasn't shown anything. Uh, maybe once Tom Brady leaves Tampa Bay, he could we could see something of him, but I'm, I'm going to assume not, because Bucks. I forgot that they did draft Kyle Trask. So Trask could be in there at that uh, backup, but yeah. So Blaine Gabbert, 17. And then we have reached the halfway mark here, guys, at 16 to one here, the top 16. Let's go and get into this. So at 16, we have Brian Hoyer from New England. I would put Jared Stidham at 16, but we haven't seen Stidham play at all. He was going to, but then they signed uh, Cam, of course. But, uh, yeah, that's that's how it was going to work. Uh, Stidham was going to start, but Cam came in, so he didn't get to play at all. Uh Stidham, I don't even know if he played a game this year because I don't, I don't believe so. He may have played a few snaps, snaps, but Hoyer started against the Chiefs when Newton got hurt. Or no, he had COVID, I'm pretty sure. But um, Hoyer did not do well at all. He was no match for the Chiefs. Chiefs destroyed the Patriots that week. So, yeah. Brian Hoyer at 16, still not a very good quarterback. And then at 15... I'm tired, guys. Had a late night last night. 15, we have Case Keenum for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Keenum, he could go higher. You know, he he really he had a he had his best season with Minnesota in 2017, but he just hasn't been the same since. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Broncos, yes, the Broncos, the Donkeys, signed him. In 2018, because they're like, oh my gosh, this guy's good. We better go take him, pick him up since 
We have no other quarterback except for Sucky Brock Osweiler and, uh, oh, Trey, Trey, uh, Trey Simeon, something like that. One of them, two, those two guys were fools. And then they brought in Case Keenum and they made even more of a fool out of themselves. Sorry, Dustin, but the Broncos from 2017 to 2019 were just a bunch of plain fools. So, right there, Case Keenum at 15 did not work out. Uh, he's with Cleveland right now, Keenum is. Uh, so, he's still good backup material, but definitely not starter. Uh, now at 14, we have Taylor Heineke for the Washington football team. He was a pretty, you know, he was a bad, bad quarterback uh, at first. And uh, Washington gave him a chance here in this uh, football in the, uh, oh, the what was it, the wild card round. And he played... He played pretty well there. He gave the Bucks, like he gave Washington a fighting chance, and the Bucks had to compete in order to win that game. I mean, I would, in my opinion, I would put Bucks. That was probably the Bucks' hardest playoff game right there, because they, they, of course, swept the Chiefs there, and the Saints was a pretty easy game for them. And, I mean, the only other team would be the Packers, but yeah, Heineke put up numbers. Everyone knows his diving touchdown in that game. So, he's there at 14. Then at 13, we have, for San Francisco, Josh Rosen and Trey Lance. They probably could go higher, but Josh Rosen is Josh, Josh Rosen is weighing them down just for how bad he is. Trey Lance is going is to be the starter, so you probably could put Jimmy G there as the backup, and Jimmy G would be definitely top three in the league for backups, but... Right now, I can't put Josh Rosen and Trey Lance up higher just because of Josh Rosen wearing him down. But Trey Lance is going to have a really good season. He's got weapons all around him to help him out. Uh, he's got a new running back in there, uh, Trey Sermon, and then some young wide receivers and also a fairly young tight end in a good offensive line. So I think he's going to have a great year. Um, and then number 12, we have Mason Rudolph for Pittsburgh. I personally wanted to put him higher, but just because of, you know, the way he has played, sometimes I can't put him up. So, he's there at 12. Uh, he is a he is a pretty good backup quarterback, in my opinion. From right here at the 12th spot and up, this is where they get pretty good. So, Mason Rudolph at 12. At 11, we have Garner Minshew. Uh, nothing too complicated there, you know, just... Minshew, he, in 2000, what, was it 2020, the the last few games of the year, everyone's like, Minshew mania, this guy's crazy, he's the new franchise quarterback. Yeah, I don't think that worked out too well. So, Minshew there at 11, he's still a good backup quarterback, and I'm excited to see what Lawrence is going to do there, but if he ever gets hurt, we'll have Minshew there behind him. And here's the top 10. At number 10, we have for Philadelphia, Joe Flacco. Flacco is getting older, but he still has shown that he can do something. Um, he played for the Jets this year. Uh, he only started like two games, maybe one. Uh, he still lost both games, but still. So, uh, Joe Flacco there at 10. And then at number 9, we have Marcus Mariota for the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Mariota, I I think that they should actually give him a chance. Carr is still going to be the quarterback there, but I do think they should give Mariota another chance. He did play well with uh, 
he did play pretty well with the uh, Tennessee Titans. It's just in that two or three years ago, he just kind of had a bad year, and Tannehill came in there. So uh, he still got some potential there in him to be a starting quarterback. But right now, he has a backup, so number nine for him. The number eight, we have Jacoby Brissett um, for Miami. Uh, Brissett played pretty well with uh, the Colts. Um, I mean, you could see he uh, beat the Chiefs in 2019, or it was 2020 maybe. I'm not sure. One of those two. And he beat us there because uh, luck was hurt. So, I mean, he's appar- he apparently can do something. So, Brissett. Uh, he's, he's a good, uh, pa- I mean, he can launch the ball. Like, I remember this year in the Colts versus, uh, Bill's wildcard game at the last moment, they brought Philip. Re- I mean, they already had him as the starting quarterback, but they had him throw the last pass for the Hail Mary. They should have brought in, you know, t- Jacoby Brissett so that he could, because Rivers can't throw the ball, but 10 feet and that, with that little sidearm he's got. And uh, Brissett could have launched that ball down and given the Colts at least a little bit of better chance, but he got uh, signed this offseason to Miami in case uh, Tua doesn't, you know, doesn't really work out. So Jacoby Brissett there at eight. Uh, number seven, we have Tyrod Taylor for Houston. He could go a little higher, but um, he he's always been a pretty decent backup. He's never been a bad quarterback. He's always been pretty good. Uh, who knows if it wasn't for, uh, you know, his, uh, back or chiropractor at the guy doing his stuff. I forgot what happened at the Chiefs versus Chargers game week two of 2021, uh, when he punctured his lung and Hey, if it wouldn't have been for that, uh, your boy, Justin Herbert may not have gotten offensive rookie of the year. So better think, uh, uh, Tyra Taylor, he took one for the team there. <laughs> All right, and then at number six, we have Chad Henney for the Kansas City Chiefs. Henney is getting older. I am a Chiefs fan, and you all know. Uh, I'm not I'm not being bandwagoning here just because he's Chiefs backup quarterback. He did. You saw how well he played when Mahomes got hurt in the Cleveland Browns game this year. I mean, y'all got to remember that. <laughs> that run was the... One of the most insane things I've ever seen in the NFL in the days that I have lived. So it's crazy. I mean, it it was. I mean, Ryan, you if you're listening to this, you know how much you speak of that, and you're always like, man, you gotta love, you gotta love Henny. So uh, Henny there at six, and then top five here we have Taysom Hill for New Orleans. Uh, he's been in the league, you know, as basically, he's the Swiss Army knife. He plays every position. He is down at quarterback, but uh, he he is he he's a good backup quarterback. Assuming that Jameis Winston is going to start this year, which I think they should start him. So Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill, there at number five. Uh, number four, we have Jordan Love for Green Bay. I know that he hasn't played, but from everything that I've heard, he's doing really well. He's practicing with a lot of good players. He he's he's doing he's doing very good. So. If Rodgers, which Rodgers did speak, that he is going to stay in Green Bay. Uh, uh, Jordan Love may have gotten his chance there, but he's still got to wait a little bit longer. So, wouldn't be surprised if Love ends up getting traded out of Green Bay. Uh, if Rodgers gets signed next year to, for maybe a longer contract. 
we'll see what happens. But Jordan Love there at number four. And then top three, we have Teddy Bridgewater for Denver. Uh, yes, this is the first time the Donkeys have been ranked top three before in their life. You know, it's just how it is. So, <laughs> Teddy B there. Uh, Teddy B, he's a good he's a good quarterback. He did pretty well with the Panthers, Panthers this year. Not as well as everyone is like wanted him to do, but he still was okay for him. So, he's going to be a good backup for Drew Locke. Maybe even the starter. Who knows what will happen. Um, and then at number two, we have Nick Foles slash Justin Fields. They're both uh, kind of one of the two is going to be, or Andy Dalton's the starter, but I, I guarantee you Justin Fields is going to probably end up starting week one, I, I think. Um, but, yeah, Nick Foles and Justin Fields, that's going to be great backup duo right there. Two great quarterbacks, and no, it's going to be good. And then at number one, no surprise here, Mitchell Trubisky for Buffalo. Um, me and Brody in our first podcast when we were talking about, you know, the AFC free agency signings, Mitchell Trubisky was the first one we ever talked about. And we we strongly disliked the pick for how much mo- money, not necessarily just wasting money, I mean kind of, but it was just an unnecessary pick because you have Jake Fromm sitting there uh, ready to play as your backup quarterback. He was the Georgia quarterback for a while, and he did really well in Georgia. So I would just I, I mean it's a good it's good to get Trubisky there behind Allen, but personally I wouldn't have. But Trubisky by far the best uh, backup quarterback in the league, so he's there at number one. So yeah, thank you guys for listening today. That is my backup quarterback ranks uh send me a message send me a message or anything you know communicate with me and see if you agree or disagree with me and what's gonna what do you think uh i also would be taking recommendations uh from you guys that would be really awesome for what i could do like i said me and brody are gonna have another podcast here very soon on fantasy football so stay tuned and thank you all for listening today on the biggie sports talk see you guys